Hello and welcome to The Cute Life, episode 35. I'm Finley. I'm Ollie. Welcome to The Cute Life Christmas Countdown. Yeah, are we just going to count down the hours until Christmas now? <laughs> I, yeah, for the next hour, that's all I'm going to do, slowly count backwards. <laughs> uh, no, I meant more countdown as in, we're in the countdown to Christmas, each episode, one episode closer Yeah. to the beautiful day of Jesus' birth. And I am, um, I think maybe we should have a little break from the podcast podcast over Christmas. Oh, okay. A couple of weeks off, maybe. Yeah. Give ourselves a little Christmas so break. We'll go- Come back in the next decade stronger, faster. Oh yeah, the next powerful. decade. That's crazy. Uh, me and Ollie have just been talking about how we were, how, what we remembered of the millennium. As you may remember, the millennium was almost twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so old. What well, What was the song that you said was the first song you listened to? The first song. Was Len Steal My Sunshine? It's <laughs> a good song. It's a good song. Would Len one hit wonders? Um, I don't know any other I, Len hits. I can't say I do, but I'm not familiar with their oeuvre. <laughs> I feel like they're one of those artists that if you went on their Spotify, like their top song would be Len Steal My Sunshine. The Second next track would be Remix. Would be Remix. Third would be Radio Edit. Fourth would be Live. <laughs> yeah. And then fifth would be some like obscure shit song and you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is why. Yeah. That must be depressing. Sorry, Len, if you're listening. Yeah, Len, I know you're big fans, but I've got to say it like it is. <laughs> you're fucking shit, apart from that one song. Have you... We don't know, because we haven't listened to their other classics. Um, if you know the song, Len, Still My Sunshine, I highly recommend watching the music video, because it is of its time. I don't know whether I remember it. I mean, I feel like I have. It's got lots of sort of like cartoon bubbles popping up. I feel like I'm... It's just like, my memory is like lots of like men in like sideways caps and really baggy trousers and like just super 90s. Love it. So basically like walking around East East London now, everyone's dressed like they're from the 90s. Pretty much, yeah. Goddamn hipsters. Mm. Anyway, how, uh, how have you been, Finlay? Um... Wow. <laughs> that well, eh? So I'm just feeling a bit all over the place this week, but... How's your art going also in the run-up to Christmas? I'm um, feeling a bit stressed as I'm just very aware that... I felt fine when we are in November and then of now course. we're in December. It's like very, like... It's very real. Christmas is looming. I feel still feel like I'm in control, but I also I'm getting quite a lot of people like, can you fit me in? And I'm like, oh, I want to because I, well, don't like turning people away. And it's yeah, exactly. Money, isn't it? But I'm too, I just am too nervous that I mean, they're not going to arrive in time. It's 20 days till Christmas. Yeah. If you're taking orders now, that's cussing it pretty fine you know what it's, I'm sorry to say <clears throat> but it's always men who leave it till last minute well it's always the same it's in the same in my job now uh, in every shop that I've ever worked in the rush of men on the 24th of December they always mm. leave it till last minute sorry Ollie but you're useless wow well I've already got all your Christmas presents mm. Um, but that's because I'm a modern woke man. You're so woke, babe. I'm a millennial and I buy my presents early. Thank you. Well, I don't think you do that. You buy mine early, but you don't buy, like, the family's early. You're a uh, 23rd of no, uh, December kind of guy. Yeah. 
I also have only bought your presents because you literally sent me the link, so all I had to do was click buy. <laughs> if, yeah, well, if everyone did that, they'd yeah. all get their Christmas presents, wouldn't they? Yeah. So, frankly, they're all to blame. Yeah, okay. Have you bought all of your presents? Uh, no, nowhere near, because I have something like 16 people to buy presents for. Um, you need to cut some people out just, of your life. Yeah, I'm just going to have to start cutting people out, I think. Maybe you should buy presents for like four people each year. And you just roll the dice. Well, I it's think like what we should do is, instead of me spending like 15, 20 pounds on each person and getting something little that's kind of like pointless, like, I think we should all like... Pool your money together. Pool our money together and just get one big good gift for, for me. each person. Oh, right, for everyone. But yeah. don't you think that's a better idea? Yeah, like, what the hell is the point in this? It's well, just that, but stra- that's a lot super- of logistics, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it's like, or we could do like a sort of secret Santa dealy where instead of me spending the same amount of money on everyone, I just spend like the whole amount of money on one person and each person picks a person and does That's it. a good idea. Yeah. Speaking of secret Santa, what's the worst present you've ever got for Christmas? A toaster, a red toaster from my mother. Uh... Have I already spoken about it? I feel like I talk about this all the time because it scarred me. It scarred life. me as well, just by, like, proxy. Um, so, yeah, it was like... Like, we all... <laughs> in my family, we kind of used to, like, line our presents... At, like, I still do this, actually, where I open them from smallest to biggest. That's just how it goes. Although, like, when you're an adult, sometimes the smaller presents are better. I know. But I still feel like it's ingrained in me to do it that yeah. way. Anyway, so, I think I was about... 22, 23. I was definitely at uni. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, like 23. Yeah. So I had my own flat. Oh, no. Uh, that was when we were living in a shared house. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I had this big box that was my last present. I'd opened all my gifts and I was like, what on earth is this? Wow, it's so big. She's picking it up, giving it a shake, oh, I was listening. Like, what is it? I don't know what this could Your be. Your mum's doing like a little bit of a like yeah. sneaky laugh, yeah. like, oh, oh what, 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 what? you're never gonna guess. Uh, opened it, it was a toaster boxer. Bo- boxer? <laughs> toast box. A toast box. <laughs> toaster box. It was a toaster in a box and it had the picture of the toaster on the side and I was like I said to my mum is it is this actually a toaster like I no, was expecting I think you... it to be something inside like well and I she think just you got used... the box out and I think you were like oh my god it'd be so funny if this was a toaster <laughs> and mum was like oh and I was like why have you got me this and she was like oh it was on sale and I thought who could I give that to it's such a good deal oh I'll give it to Finley I already had two toasters well that's out. anyone who's lived in a shared house knows that like the one thing that everyone brings everyone is a toaster. Fucking toaster so there were like, like five of us this? living in a house so we had five I've toasters. never been so disappointed <laughs> I know that sounds really ungrateful but I was li- I was really like why have you bought me it was red as well I did I mean, I feel like it must everyone been... knows I don't like red. Like, look around my house. There's not one red thing. I can't see one red thing in my house. <laughs> it must have been on such a good deal for her to be like... So it was probably like five, I think ten it, pounds. I think it was like a It pound. was my biggest present. I think she nicked it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst gift, Ollie? I don't know. I've always got quite good gifts, I think. 
I mean, as a man, you do increasingly with age, you get more deodorants and socks. And now you've got a beard, beard oil. Beard oil. Um, I did once get a skateboarding magazine <laughs> sent to me from Canada, <laughs> which I thought was weird. This is also like way after I'd stopped being interested in skateboarding. Uh-huh. Um, also, I feel like... I also feel like the cost of shipping it probably outweighed <laughs> the magazine. I love that it was a magazine, not even a book or a subscription to a magazine. Yeah. Just a magazine. I mean... But, I mean, that was very small. That was more like one of those ones you open up and you're like, well, that's odd. And then you put it to one side. <laughs> I've never got, like, a really big gift and been like, what the hell is this? That I can remember. Have you got any particularly good ones? Apart from the gift of Tober's Tears? Uh, just my jewellery, probably, that you've got me. I mean, it's all from the same person yeah, as well. Yeah, Data Industries, I'm obsessed with her. I like, honestly, if you ever... If anybody out there wants to randomly get me a present... Just I thought you were going to be like, if anyone out there is going to buy me a ring. I'm like, babe, that part of your life is over. <laughs> no, I just love her stuff, like, honestly... I mean, just, it's wow. no-brainer. I've got so much of her jewellery, so I, that's probably what comes to mind. Like, my skull ring, or... Oh, yeah, my bracelet that you got me, that's from her. That was a nice present. Although, I, did you get them out for Christmas, or was that an anniversary present? I mean, also, that's the other problem, is when someone's like, what's the best gift? You're like, kind of all the gifts sort of blend in. I remember getting gifts, but I can't remember. Yeah. What about your best gift? Uh, remember my dad got me one of the first iPods oh, when they came out. Oh, that's cool as a and teenager. It blew my mind because I was just like, because they were like so, they were just come out. Yeah. They were super expensive. It was like, it wasn't even on like my radar of wildest dreams that I would get one. Wow. It was like one of those things where you like, it's like if I asked for like, I don't know, like, and. Ferrari now and just like you wouldn't bother because you're like well that, I'm never gonna get that oh was it like the white one with the twirly like, the, yeah the disc with the disc in it, it was like disc. the black and white black screen. and white oh my god I remember I remember Gabby Rhodes got one in oh yeah and like honestly Google her ev- now guys everyone was like oh my god like look at this like it was like some sort of like I don't know, precious gem or something. Well, crowd that's what round. I got. It was amazing. Imagine that. Yeah, and then I got an iPod Mini. I remember oh. the blue metallic one. Well, I suppose that would do. I can. I bought it myself. Thank you very much. Oh, should have asked for it for Christmas. <laughs> My parents wouldn't have bought me such a thing. They were poor. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Before you get into a rant about that. <laughs> Tell me something cute to get my hopes back up. Okay, Ollie. I hope you have a cute thing. Right. You know how I did that episode about uh, the history of Q and I went down a bit of a rabbit warren of uh, things that kind of snowballs? Mm. Well... A rabbit snowball. This week, um, I did kind of the same thing. But this week, it's actually... um, a weasel hole. Because... <laughs> this week you entered a weasel's, weasel's hole. I did. Wow. Let's see what's on the other side. <laughs> um, yeah, so me and Ollie were watching University Challenge. If you don't know what that is, if you're American, do they have that in America? I don't uh, know. It's kind of like an English... Inter- it's probably called like 
college quiz. Maybe. College quiz. The shittest name for a TV show ever. Um, so, yeah, if you're American... College conundrum. College, college conundrum. Uh, it's like basically where universities like put a team forward and then Jeremy Paxman, also a like national treasure... Um, ask them really difficult it's questions. It's like the driest TV show. It, but it's, it is quite entertaining and it's very satisfying when you get a question right. Definitely. Because they're very... They're so hard. They're really hard. And I got two questions right about weasels. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, I must fuck, really, weasel really I like know. weasels. I might see what else I know about, but like what I do and don't know about weasels seeing I'm <laughs> such an expert. Oh! Everyone hear that at home? The Tasmanian devil in the room. Oh, wait, it's just over. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for a weasel fact. Okay, weasel fact. Um, <clears throat> let me get my little thing up. Yeah. Your little weasel. So, weasels, fascinating, fascinating creatures. Um, so. Give me a weasel fact. So, or the, the tale of weasels. The word weasel... Um, the word comes from the Proto-Germanic word Wislulon, yeah. which means stinking animal, and oh. because they really smell, apparently. Wow. We should call Tova that. I mean, yeah. And, um, yeah, okay, maybe this isn't that... I mean, I think weasels are really cute, but then, like, honestly, when I was reading about them, they just sound fucking evil. Well, sometimes okay. the cutest things are evil. <laughs> But, I mean, she's staring at me. Are you staring at me? Um, They're Britain's smallest predator. Wow. Um, They don't have a traditional, you know, like how um, rabbits have burrows and foxes have... Foxholes. Something. I can't remember what they're called. No. No. Rabbits have warrens. Foxes have... It'll come back to me. Sleeper cells. Um, Well, anyway... So they don't dig their hole. They steal... So they kill their prey and then steal their home and then lie... So like they, steal a, they kill a rabbit and steal its and warren. Steal and steal its warren. And Smart. then uh, it has its babies in and then it lines the hole with the carcasses of its... <laughs> wow, that's pretty black metal, isn't it? Yeah, like the skin and the fur of the animals it's killed. It lines the hole with them. Jesus. For its children. Um, that's pretty uh, intense. I know. Um, <clears throat> sorry, just lost my place. Like a rabbit down its old horn. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, I've got a bit of a cold, so. <clears throat> Everyone in the world's got a cold up a little at this bit. time, yeah. I've gone a bit croaky. I sound like Phoebe from Friends. Um, <clears throat> there was a lot of weird folklore about weasels. Oh, all I like is weird folklore. I know. I think it's because it's like, sort of like, I think that's why I like ghosts so much, I realised. because it's They're like, the weasels of the afterlife. No, but it's oh. like a modern day folklore, isn't it? Yeah. People talking about their ghost stories. And I think that's why, yeah, I love weird folklore. And the weasel has a lot of weird folklore Amazing. surrounding it. Give me some lore. So, the weasel... Um, is associated with the destruction of clothing, especially that of brides-to-be in southern Greece. Right. The Greek word for weasel is... I can't even... I don't know the Greek alphabet. Uh, I don't... How the fuck do you say that? What even is that letter? Why don't you just read out the English translation? 
Okay, it just translates as, stop reading over my shoulder. I was trying to read the Greek word. Uh, which translates to oh. little bride. A legend goes that the weasel was a bride transformed and being jealous of soon-to-be human brides destroys their wedding dresses. So, in the house where these wedding dresses are collected, sweet meats and honey are put out to appease the weasel, known as the necessary spoonfuls. Well, that's the dumbest idea, because that's just going to bring more animals and in. And a song is sung with much ceremony in which the weasel is invited to partake and spare the wedding uh, array. Amazing. Um, I do think that's a mistake, though. What? Oh, leaving yeah. sweet meats and honey around. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Like all the animals are going to So, like, basically, it's like a Greek, uh, a Greek. It's in a Greek myth that um, this uh, Greek god turned um, <clears throat> a bride into a little weasel. Into a weasel, like a jilted bride into a into a weasel or something. Um, There's a lot of folklore about bad things happening to brides. Yeah, I just love the idea of a little tiny. Weasel coming in and tearing up a wedding dress. And like, Out of, like can you imagine like them being all excited and walking in and then there's just like this fucking little weasel like tearing a, her dress to shreds. Like, what is going on? I didn't even know there were weasels in Greece. <laughs> oh yeah, they're all over the place. Um, China, um, America, uh, like all, all Donald over, Trump's favourite places. All over Asia. Um, so in Macedonia... Yeah. Another folk tale um, says that if a woman gets a headache after washing her hair with water drawn overnight, it is because a weasel has used the water as a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> she should refrain from saying the name of the weasel aloud, or it will cause all the household's um, clothing to decay. So again, clothing decay. What is it with Do weasels you... and? I'm interested in the fact that weasels use. Water as mirrors? I mean, it, that's cute. <laughs> I mean, that is cute. Finn's turning the laptop screen away from me. Because you're reading to... over my shoulder. <laughs> it's annoying. Stop reading it. I'm reading it to you. I'm trying to read what you just read out so I can understand it. <laughs> I've just told you. Well, you didn't explain it. I needed more clarification. I'm not reading ahead. <laughs> God, you must have been so annoying at school. I bet you put your arm around your homework so people couldn't Yes, I fucking well did, Ollie. Well, enough said. Um... Uh, Read me more facts in case before my laser eyes read the. So the Japanese used to think that they were shapeshifters and that they shapeshifted into little monks. <laughs> uh, and in England in the 17th century, uh, they thought they were witches in disguise. Man, people are really suspicious of the I weasel. It's fucking weird, right? Like there are all these different countries and all these different like really old, old um, examples of like. Maybe they are little shapeshifters. It's so strange, like. I just was, like, blown away by how many different stories there were about it. I don't think I've ever seen a weasel. I ha- I think... Uh, I'm not sure whether I've seen a weasel or a stoat. I've definitely seen one of the two. So the dif- I've seen some brides, so they might have been weasels that transformed. <laughs> well, yeah, it could have been. So a weasel is a smaller um, brow- brown... Um... Otter. No. An otter is actually in part of the weasel family. <laughs> Uh, I know so much, I know loads about weasels. Yeah. Uh, so a stoat is bigger, and then it's got like a longer tail with a black tip on it, whereas a weasel is smaller and it's got a shorter tail with no black tip. I'm going to find a weasel quiz for next week. I we'll think fi- I'll do quite well at it. You at this, right? Yeah. How? 
willing to put your money where your mouth is. Okay, this is the best one. Oh, no, there are, okay, there are two, these, I've left the two weirdest ones to okay. last. Um, so, it was a popular myth, or a popular um, story, that, um, or no, belief, sorry, <laughs> yeah. uh, that weasels had sex orally, yeah, and then they gave birth out of their mouths. So, orally is in the ear, if anyone's unclear. Oral. Yeah, a... Wait. A U R L. They used to. That was like a very popular belief that they. When you say has, popular. Yeah. When. What time was this? In what era, roughly? Um, I didn't write that just down. Just the olden days. The olden days. Mm. It just shows like people really didn't have much on before the internet and telly, did they? Like for that to be a popular rumour. Imagine you're like down the pub or whatever and you're like. Have you heard? Have you Weasels. Heard the they have sex in their ears. I know what you're thinking. About the privates? No. The ear. <laughs> the ear. It's all about the ear. Wow. That is bizarre, but okay. They don't know. This is my right. favourite one. So a Chippewa myth. And Chippewa is a um, North American tribe. Yeah. Um, who I think originated actually in around Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. And are they part of the weasel family? <laughs> no. Um, details... Um, so a Chippewa myth details how a least weasel, which is what they call normal weasels in America, apparently. I looked into what weasels. a least weasel is, and apparently it's just like a normal European weasel. Uh, killed a Wendigo giant by climbing up its anus and sickening it. Wow. <laughs> Taking them down from the inside. So a Wendigo is, in case you don't know, because I didn't know... Um, it's basically like a uh, mythological man-eating creature or evil spirit um, that's a popular folklore of Native American tribes. Mm. Um, and it's... Um, I'll describe him. Please. Um, it's ho- horrible. Um, so the Wendigo is gone to the point of emaciation. It's death desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones with its bones pushing out against its skin its complexion is ash grey of death and its eyes push back deep into the sockets the wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave what lips it had were tattered and bloody unclean and suffering from saporation of the flesh the wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decayed decomposition of death and corruption Jesus. and basically it was like this horrible like giant emaciated evil creature that used to eat people and turn people into cannibals and there's a thing called wendigo psychosis where people thought they'd been possessed by the wendigo and started eating people wow which is a whole that's other really really interesting. interesting story that's so interesting that but this also solidifies that weasels are the most heavy metal of all animals yeah like they're covering their homes in the carcasses of their enemies and they're crawling up mythical creatures' anuses and killing them from the inside. Yeah, I know. It's and cool though, isn't it? It's... listening to Megadeth, yeah. probably. Just to read between the lines. Um, do you want to hear about a case of um, Wendigo psychosis? Yes, please. 
During the winter of 1878, Swift Runner... What a fucking good name. Swift, Swift Runner. Runner. Well, not for me. Imagine if I was called Danny saw me stomping down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Swift Runner. Oh, yeah, of course, because it's a Native American name, yeah. isn't it? Swift Runner. Mine That's a fucking be... epic name, though, isn't it? It's very good. Mine would be Chubby Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby Wanker. Ah, Chubby Wanker. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> Waddling down the street. <laughs> Watch out for that weasel chubby wanker. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be your anus. Oh my god. <laughs> Please continue. I'm literally going to call you that. C C W. C W. Um, Swift Runner and his family were starving, and his eldest son died 25 miles from any emergency food supplies at Hudson's Bay Company Post. Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining ch- children. Five? Yeah. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies, and that he killed and consumed the remains of those present, it was revealed that Swift Runner's was not the cause of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation, but rather of a man with Wendigo psychosis. He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Sasquatchiwan. Sask... Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Sassywatch. It doesn't matter. Um... Wow. So wait, how far away was he from food, did you say? 25 miles? Uh, 25 miles, yeah. But I suppose in 1878, that is quite far away. But you could get there on a horse, right? Yeah, that's like a four-hour walk. Yeah, so rather than do that... I don't think you need to kill five children and your wife. No, like one maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I think just like one just to give you the energy to get to the shops. Yeah. Which is 25 miles away. She's the chubbiest one. Chubby wanker. Get, eat chubby wanker. Go to the local Tesco's. <laughs> get some pizzas. Get back. Feed them to your wife. Yeah. And four remaining children. Don't need to eat them. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, Are there a lot of examples of... What's it called? Wendigo psychosis. Yeah, there's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Sort of near... Uh, does it say... Oh, so like it's still um, they um, researched it in the 1980s, so it still was. It's still an issue. Yeah. Well, um, I think it's like diet. Obviously, like not as common now, but. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's easier to find food these days. It is. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. Plus, with cars, the supermarkets a lot. Twenty-five miles is not that. But far I think the Wen- Wendigo is just like the creepiest thing. I've never heard of it, and it's no. like I love it, and the fact that a little weasel. I wonder if there's any good, like, paintings of the Wendigo. Oh, from, yeah. From, like, old mythology. Well, I've got a really good painting of Queen Elizabeth with a white weasel. Okay. That I'm going to show you. But it's called The Ermine Portrait by William Sagar, uh, 1585. Um, it's a portrait of um, Eliz- Queen Elizabeth... No, yeah, Elizabeth I with a little weasel, white weasel, that's supposed to symbolise purity. Ah, uh, what... We now know is that that probably just shuffled out of her anus. So, <laughs> ain't so Moments pure now. Before this yeah. portrait was finished, it sh- <laughs> scuttles up her anus. Wowzers. Did she have a pet weasel or is it just symbolic? It's, it's just a It's symbolic, I think, of her virginity. I see. But I thought it was a lovely painting. I loved the black. So when you painted me holding Tova, what did Tova symbolise in that painting? Pure evil. 
Um, yeah, your darker side. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well painting. It's a pity people don't get portraits like that done at the It's good. Anymore. I really like, I think, um, I really like the colours in it. They're very de- decadent. And I think that black and obviously gold were very, um, like, sought after. It's interesting because like in her outfit, she's, she's wearing a black and gold outfit, leaning on a black table with a gold sword on it in front of a black background. It's really lovely. I That's really bold like use it. of black, though. I wonder where it. I wonder if it's um, like anywhere. It must be in the country somewhere. I'd like to go and see it in real life. Sure I wonder if it's it. big. Go big or go home. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, yeah, so... um, Oh, wait, no. So I've got more. More weasel facts. More weasel facts. I told you, I went down a weasel hole. Yeah. (laughs) You went up a weasel's anus. So I started thinking about the um, Pop Goes the Weasel uh, nursery rhyme. Of course. Um, Because nursery rhymes are cute, right? And I was like... They're almost never cute. Like, I wonder what the history behind... Pop Goes the Weasel is. Mm. Um, and uh, it turns out it's not about a weasel at all. What? Yeah. What it's not it actually about the animal that's a weasel. Um, so it's actually a nonsense song from the... Oh, eight- sorry, so it's actually about nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's dark. We should not be letting children sing that. No, but it is quite interesting. So um, it's kind of like a nonsense song and people don't really know, not a nonsense song, a yeah. nonsense song, and people don't really know the origin of the lyrics. Okay, um, and so it's sort of just speculated about, but like, so it was first a, um, like a social dance in England and it was first recorded um, in 1852, um, and it was just the music, and it was titled "Pop Go the Pop Goes the Weasel," but it had no lyrics. Right. And it was like a sophisticated, mirth-filled dance. What was what it was described as? Um, God, I'm so glad I was born that time. So with shit. Lord and ladies, um, possibly at. Does it say? Oh yeah, her mat introduced at Her Majesty's and the Nobility's private soirees. Oh, Doesn't sound very sophisticated, does it? <laughs> pop Goes no. the Weasel. Now we're going to dance the Pop Goes the Weasel. Um, so then uh, lyrics started being added to it. Uh, so in 1853... No, that's when it just with with the music. Uh, 1855 it was um, like a some lyrics were added so the original english lyrics which is probably not what you sung when you're a, a little boy no you probably did the mulberry bush one which is the americanized version oh, American's um got me so again. the original lyrics were half a pound of tuppenny rice half a pound of treacle that's the way the money goes pop goes the weasel i remember that every night when i go out the monkey's on the table <laughs> take a me. stick and knock it off pop goes the weasel up and down the city road, in and out the eagle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Wow. So, um, I want to go here. The It's talking about the Eagle, eagle Pub, which is in London on City Road. And so, um, it's like speculated that it's actually about um, them going to the pub. And so... Yeah, it sounds like they're going up City Road yeah, to the pub. In and out the pub. 
um, that's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. So Pop goes the weasel. They're not sure what it like stems from. They speculate that it could be about um, like a spinning wheel. Mm. But apparently um, it had a thing called a weasel on it, which um, made a popping sound when a certain amount of revolutions were made by the spinning wheel to tell them that they'd like finished a certain amount of yarn. Well, like fabric. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, like spinning thread. Yeah. Um, so it made, yeah, made a pop popping noise when they were done, and it was called the weasel. Um, but more that kind of makes sense. More common, like more. I think it makes more sense the other meaning that they think it's um, derived from or whatever is that <laughs> whatever uh, whatever um, that it's referring to. Where's my list? Um, I like your extended. Like, as you're trying to desperately find a tab that you've lost so, on your computer. Uh, so that's the way the money goes. Involves pawning one's coat in desperation to buy food and drink. As weasel and stoat is uh, Cockney rhyming slang for coat. Right. And pop is slang for pawn. So it's ah. like saying... And then a monkey is like a loan. Um, so it's saying like the loan... Like that they go to the pub... Basically, and the monkeys oh, on the table. Oh, you pawn your jacket. You pawn your jacket so that because the loan is like, yeah, yeah. And so then, you're make you're getting your money and then wasting it down the evening. Yeah, and then there's also like a stick could me so the stick itself may also be the rhyming slang sticks and stones loans. Oh, so it's all and that would make sense because obviously it's a London song, so it's. But it's interesting it's that that. Song. You oh no well I suppose you were saying that like nobility sang it but then I guess the, these lyrics were probably added later on. Mm-hmm. But then I assume the Queen of England wasn't pawning many. No. Um, back in the day. Yeah, I think basically it was started as like ones at like soirees and stuff, and then it kind then of fil- the... filtered to the scum. And yeah, they... the pleb size. Yeah, and then they put their like filthy lyrics. Hilarious on. lyrics on top uh, of that. But yeah, so like the. American version, the all around the mulberry bush one, which is probably the one you more common, like most people know. I think that's the one that I used to sing when I was little. Yeah. Um, has a penny for a spool of thread, a penny for a needle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel, which I think is more referencing the fact that it was a spinning. The wheel. fabric thing, yeah. Yeah. So. But I can see that they would have, I guess, with the original lyrics, you can interpret it either way. So I guess, you know, if you're American. And you sing it to your children, probably not singing about people. Pawning your coat. Pawning coats and no. getting shit faced. But, um, so like the um, Eagle pub in on City Road is still trading and they have like a little plaque about like the origin of the pub. Amazing. Yeah, so I think we should go and check it out and go Definitely. And drink in it. I think so. Yeah. And then we'll pop uh, weasels up our own to celebrate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As um, is tradition in the farm. Yeah, so that's my cute fact about weasels. It's a multitude of cute facts, then. I mean, uh, rather, they're more sort of like metal facts. About they're weasels. heavy metal facts yeah, about badass the most, weasels. The most heavy metal of all animals. Yeah, I love the weasel. It's fascinating. I had no idea. I was expecting to kind of, I don't know, find out. Um, really short facts about a cute baby weasel or something yeah and then i found out all that interesting stuff shit yeah that's great i had no idea they sort of like went back in like greek to- like the um 
Yeah, mentions got... of them in the Greek like myths and stuff. Yeah. It's mental. I had no were... idea. I had no idea that they were brides that were transformed yeah. into small Who knew? Furry animals. Little monks or Little witches. Monks. Yeah, so next time you see a weasel, make sure it's not a jilted bride slash little monk. And the next time you see a monk, shout weasel and <laughs> slap them around the face. <laughs> Teach them a lesson. Anyway, yeah. Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. It was very good. Thank you. I really like the sort of history ones because I'm a history nerd. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting history. Yeah. Unlike the history you learn at school. I don't know. I quite enjoyed... Oh, well, I like... Oh, well, come on. If we'd had a class at school where they told us weasel facts or lesson... Do you know what, though? Count me in. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like a bit of a... I'm like... uh, I think you could tell I was going to be like a murderino when I grew up because I was only interested in like the Tudors because they had their heads cut off. Mm. I really remember being fascinated with that when I was like five. Yeah. Um, and the Victorians, just because they're interesting. I love Victorians. I think the problem was that like when we did history at school, like they jumped around so much. Like there was no, like you just did like the Romans, then you did the Tudors, then you did World War Two. It was like weird. There was like no connection in between. Yeah, and them. isn't it weird that you don't learn anything about like? So you only learn about Henry the Eighth. You never learn about Henry the Seventh. Like, who the fuck is Henry the Seventh? Do you, can you tell me one thing about him other than he was? Was he Henry's dad? I feel like he was. Henry um, the Eighth's dad. He well, I know he was the seventh. <laughs> yeah, Henry. exactly. But like the Edwardians say, like who the, I don't. They made some nice buildings. That's all I know about. They them. did make some nice buildings. It's very strange, though, isn't it? Like why? Why do we learn all about the Victorians but don't really learn anything? And we really focused on one very misogynistic man. What Henry VIII? Yeah. Like that's a weird thing to teach, like all children. I mean, he was quite important, I suppose, because he did create the Church of England and divorce. <laughs> who cares about that? Divorce isn't good. Um, or is divorce good? I think divorce is good. Are you trying to get divorced? Cutting off your wife's head's not so great, but divorce is quite good. I don't know. I think I'd bring back the head character. No, I'm joking. <laughs> if you try and leave me. Oh, can we go to um, Hampton Court Palace again? Mm-hmm. I say again, you've never been with me. But if you want to see me excited, take me there because I fucking love it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love it what so nerd. much. It's so good. I can't... Was it in there that they had all the secret... Oh, no, it can't have been because he would have known about it. I remember going to one house where they had, like, a little secret room, which was, like, under the stairs or whatever, and it was, like, this little secret thing, um, and you, like, press the door and it, like, swung open. It was this tiny, weeny little cubby, and it was where they... um, Protestants... Yeah, they used to hide the... Yeah. um, um, What are they called? Vickers. Not called Vickers. Priests? Priests, yeah, in the little tiny holes. And I just thought that that's was really fascinating. cool. So cool, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love being from England because they have all these weird, like little stories. I think secret rooms are just one of the best things, aren't Fucking they? Fucking great. I mean, who doesn't love a secret room? Oh. Lucky we've got a secret room. We have two secret rooms. Yeah, we just need to make them more secretive. <laughs> um, I'll ever go into that room. Uh, Finley. Yeah. Last week did we do one last week or was it two weeks ago no we did it last week last week don't you remember we retired and we sat on the sofa ah yes wow that feels like a long time ago uh we said we were going to watch a film from 2019 so that we'd be more current hip and up to date on our podcast we did yeah and we did 
Do you want to say what that film was? Uh, we watched a film called Mid-90s, which, kind of funnily enough, that we said we were going to watch a current film. We, we watched a film. managed to watch a current film that is about the past. A film set 30 years ago. <laughs> we're useless. Um, anyway. Uh, it came out this year, that's all I meant. It was written directed by Jonah Hill, uh, his directorial debut. Um, and it's about like this little 13-year-old kid who befriends... Um, some like cool older skater kids skater kids in LA and it's about him sort of like trying to fit in with them and then bumming around skateboarding in LA yeah it's probably set like what sort of like over like a month in his life or something Um, but the music very good so good I think particularly if you are I'd say probably between 30 and 40 yeah it's and or just enjoy 90s music no, no, but I just I was saying more the film generally. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, I think you obviously can enjoy it if you're any age, but like, to me, like, it's sort of like, I don't know, there was a lot of references to stuff that really reminded me of being young, even though... It was 10 years before you were really doing this thing. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, it was just like, the little kid like in his room, like he had all like posters for video games and like all the CDs and stuff and, like, skateboarding. Yeah, it was really good, really enjoyable film. Yeah, I loved it. Um, It's a bit, like, it's quite dark, but it's very good. And I think all of the kids who are, like, the skaters in it aren't actors. Oh, really? Or they're, like, or, like, I don't know, or something like that. Hmm. But, yeah. It was very entertaining. Kind of gave me, sort of reminded me of... The Wackness, like yeah, it, definitely. Which really enjoyed that film. We need to watch that again. We haven't yeah, seen we that in years. That uh, the Wackness, what um, kids? Very like kids. Definitely like kids. Uh, and what's the other film that it kind of? Oh, Jonah probably watched Kids a few times before oh, he made yeah. it. God, I used to watch. I watched that film so much when I was a teenager. Um, but yeah, we paid two pound fifty to watch it. Yeah, in order to have seen a relevant film and I went on Netflix this morning and it's on Netflix oh, for free. Oh, fuck's sake. Every time. Every time I... Did you check there or is it just Of course I checked. It's been added in the last oh, week. For Bullshit. Sake. Every time. It, literally, if anyone wants something put on Netflix, tell me, I'll rent it and Netflix put it on the week after. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Such bullshit. Oh, oh, Ollie. Well, it was worth £2.50. Yeah, I suppose. Come on, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was very yeah. good. We loved it. I think it's just nice to, you know, give a little bit of money to, like, a poor young director like Jonah Hill. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> uh, Jake's on you, babe. Yeah, I know. Jonah gets richer, I get poorer. Mm. Nothing ever changes. Have you got anything else to recommend to the lovely people at home? No. No? <laughs> just watch mid-90s. Uh, I don't think... I've just, like, carried on watching Freaks and Geeks, which I've just finished again for, like, the fifth time. It's so good. Never gets old. Just want to start it again. On my pursuit to stay at the cutting edge of contemporary culture, I've been watching the first series of Peep Show, really old episodes of South Park, and Eastbound and Down. <gasps> I've just remembered. All of which I think came out over 15 years ago. I have been listening to the Dr. Phil podcast. Oh, God. I can't remember what it's called, but just type in Dr. <laughs> Phil. Um, it 
it's about murderers and like Dr. Phil gets under the the into the psyche of these murderers and it is so uh, so I listened to I don't really know who Dr. Phil is is yeah. it called Mystery and Murder Analysis by Dr. Phil that is it yes and I listened to the one about wait he also did one called Fill in the Blanks okay which is the best name ever um but it was Fill in the Blanks it was about uh, Chris Watts who is a fa- family annihilator and um he family annihilator that's what it's called it's called ollie i thought it was called a serial killer no it's called a family annihilator when I've someone kills their entire family well you don't you're not a true crime nerd like i am it's called a family annihilator it's not funny it's serious okay um he killed his whole family um and i think he came like this was like maybe even this year or maybe last year but they have like body cam footage of him like getting found out and it's amazing please google it it's so good <laughs> so did dr phil do a podcast about that? yeah five part episode so i i've listened to several podcasts red handed did one about him i think even my favorite murder did one about him but dr phil everyone's talking about dr him. phil has a sort of more updated version of like um how how they like he's come out with more facts and he's sort of opened up about like what actually happened and he's actually admitted it which he didn't before when he pleaded guilty um he just pleaded guilty so that he wouldn't get sent to the um sentenced to death um so yeah it was really interesting because it went into more detail so i recommend that if you're a true crime nerd it was i just find that whole story is fascinating i think because he's so just like the fact that someone could do that to their children and to their wife is just like i think it's just everything that i'm fascinated about true crime yeah just like how it's just so crazy like so bizarre and crazy just the fact that like I was saying to Ollie when I just listened to it, it made me feel really upset and just so like worked up because I just can't believe that it's honestly one of the most horrible things I've ever heard. And he's like 34, 36 or something. And the fact that this man has been walking around like among other people, he's managed to get married and have children and lead a normal life up until this point. And then he does something so horrifying it's like how can this man be like around normal people when he is so fucked up like it's fascinating it's weird that he managed to hold it all in until he was the because he is seriously like unhinged anyway really good very much enjoyed (laughs) it i think i listened to the whole thing in one day what all five episodes yeah how long were they an hour each yeah about 40 minutes i think jesus christ that's an intense old day well, it's an just... intense day at the office. It is. <laughs> it's just a day in the life with me. Wow. At work. Whereas um, I'm at work listening to Christmas music. Oh, I've also been listening to the Charlie Brown Christmas album while I work, because that's just lovely. And if you need something else good Christmassy to listen to, which we listen to at work today, the Home Alone theme tune, like the whole soundtrack from Home Alone on Spotify. Is it like poppy or is it no it's sort of like it's me it's like film music oh okay so it's like sort of classical okay cool if you find that having to listen to that same michael buble and mariah carey christmas song over and over again makes you want to kill yourself and kill everything to do with christmas yeah i may have felt that way (laughs) but you still want to listen to something christmasy to remind yourself that you soon don't have to go to work for a while yeah that's a good compromise Mm, okay heartily recommend i will check it out um 
Well, I think that's... I haven't got anything else to recommend now. So have we got 20 days till Christmas? 20 Th- days, yeah. Ne- oh. Next week's are going to be our Christmas podcast then. Possibly. Yeah, because that will be the last one before Christmas, right? Yeah. Okay, so that will be... So next week will be our last one and then we'll have a little break. Yeah. And then we'll be back in the new year. Yeah. So prepare yourself. So if you've got any Christmas stories you want to share with us... Um, we'll Particularly if you saw a ghost at Christmas. Yeah, well, uh, just anything Christmas related that you think we'll find interesting, then um, give us, send us a message. You can DM me or Ollie on Instagram at Finley Elliot Portraits at Ollie Place or um, email the cute life podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, with your Christmassy stories or anything you've seen or read. Um, share share the podcast with your friends tell your friends you guys are so good at it and we really appreciate it and yeah just thank you to everyone who has already you're the best we love you um i think that's it yeah so i think just for next week get your mulled wine get your mince pie oh yeah we're gonna have a yeah we'll definitely get the christmasy grow out your beard so you look like father christmas yeah men and women yeah and that's it okay see you next week love you bye